And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. This is the morning coffee. Here we go. Tuesday morning coffee. We are, I think this is, let's see, we got five, six, seven. I don't know. I'm running out of time. I'm not going to count them out, the episodes, but, you know, we're going to have a few. That was, a, yeah, episode seven is where we're at right now um, for the year, for the new season. I don't know why I call it a season because I don't really think it's a season. I think that it is just a year. It's how many episodes we do in a year. Um, last year was over 100, and we just keep trying to do more and more and more and more and more. And does it ever stop? I don't think so. Rockin' Raccoon, what's up? Yeah, so we're going to keep doing it. That's what we're going to do. And it's funny because it's just it's just one of those things that I refuse to quit. Um, I've been doing it for five years. And like I said, the seasons are years. You can go that way. You can go look through it. And it's morphed into many different things. It started out just being me interviewing people um, and... That went on for about two and a half years and I got guests and it was funny. I was thinking about like the reflection on how it worked out because my friend Jay got sponsored by a clothing company company and he was talking about something and I was thinking about my first real big episode. I'm going to sneeze. I can feel it. Um, <coughs> sorry about that. Was with the creator of No Fear, Mark Simo. And if you've ever, you know, if you're Gen X, if you're, you know, in the 90s, late 90s, Early 90s, No Fear was a huge thing. I remember collecting those shirts, wearing them, those things, getting, you know, like you had your No Fear shirt. Thank you for the bless you. <laughs> this is live, so there's no, uh, it's not getting edited out. You're going to hear me sneeze. Um, but No Fear was a big one. And somehow, someway, this, it's a weird story, but I interviewed Mark Simo and his current company, Trust Me Vodka, is um, – what he's doing right now, but I got to interview him and we were talking about shirts and things like that. And, and it just was interesting to think about where that interview was. And it was like probably the 20th episode I did and I'm almost to 300 and that's over a span of, you know, this is like I said, year five. Um, and it's crazy. I was sitting in a home studio and, a, and two houses ago and, um, interviewing this guy and it's one of the most watched episodes along with, uh, Shauna Toft, which was a really good episode too. She's an actress, which actually has the most downloads. Um, but I lived my life a certain way. And those of you who know me, and this will lead into the topic, this is kind of the way that it goes. But those of you who know me, um, you see most people who see me on TikTok or anywhere that know me now, don't know who I was then, you know, like the type of person that I was. And it's funny because I think I probably gave myself more of more of this persona than anyone else did. But I was a very march to my own tune type of person when I was growing up. Um, my my dad was a hunter and a fisher, and my little brother and my older brother kind of went that way. My little brother was more of a hunter and fisher. He was an athlete too. And then my older brother, same thing. And I went hunting a couple times and I didn't think that it was something that I wanted to do. So my connection with my father was kind of short, not, you know, there wasn't a whole lot that I wanted to do other than go play sports all the time. And so, you know, I ran into a friend of mine a couple years or last year 
for the first time in a while and I had this conversation with him and I just thought of myself as like this cocky person who was a jock who didn't do what other people were doing, did my own thing. And the majority of the reason why I do that is because it was comfortable because for me, I didn't want to get out of my comfort zone. And I used to laugh at the people who would do the announcements on the school because you're like, I didn't go to a very big school. I had about 800 people in it, 200 per class. But like in high school, they did the announcements in the morning and they were on this big old TV screen in front of the whole school talking. And, you know, like to me, like that was embarrassing. That wasn't something that I would do. And, you know, four years ago, I decided that I was going to get out of my comfort zone and start talking in front of a camera and start doing things that I wouldn't normally do and became something a little bit different. But I had all this knowledge and these things that I wanted to do. And I think I probably figured out when I wanted to be a teacher that I was a decent talker. And I know that a lot of times I ramble and I say things that don't make sense, but more times than not, they do make sense. And as a teacher, you're educating people how to become better or how to learn something. And my daughter was like, what did you, I go, what did you do at school yesterday? And it was funny because I was thinking about as a teacher, how I would, how I would perceive what they were taking in versus what they actually are. And she's like, a lot of useless information, then recess, a lot more of useless information than recess, and a lot more useless information than recess. And it's kind of like, it's funny because that's a 10-year-old, right? Like all they care about is recess, and I can't believe they have recess three times a day. But she was talking to me yesterday, and it was just kind of funny because that's comfortable. Recess is comfortable sitting in class, doing something that the teacher asks you to do that you don't want to do is uncomfortable. And a lot of times in our life, we seek comfort. And with goals and dreams and desires and things like that, comfort is not going to get you anywhere. Comfort is going to just keep you down the middle, right? And a lot of times we're afraid to get uncomfortable. It was funny. I was walking out here can't see it right now. My studio is like on the outside corner of my house. I have to go outside. In order not to wake up my wife, what's up, Melinda? How are you? In order to not wake up my wife, I have to go through the garage, up a sidewalk, and then in here. I could just go out my out my master bedroom door in into the bed into the studio too. I wake her up. She's asleep. I'm the only one who's up at four fifteen in the morning because I'm crazy. Um, I'm not, I'm just, this is my time to not take away from their time. And so there's a little blizzard going on right now. Snow is blowing sideways. I went out the garage door and I just got like, because we live out in the country where there's no tree cover. There's no nothing like stopping us from anything. It's like basically this bare field, which we'll have trees in it at some point, but it's going to take a few years because that's what happens with trees. They take years to grow. And I was uncomfortable. So I had to be uncomfortable to come out here and do that. And life is like that. We have to figure out how to not be in the comfort zone because the only time growth happens is when you're a little uncomfortable. And we've been talking about, if you're just tuning in, I've been talking a lot about reading Arnold Schwarzenegger's book. And it's this thing about weightlifting really sparks me because I have to think about that every single time. Lifting weights is something that is an uncomfortable thing. You are giving yourself pain, but the reward is that your muscles get bigger, you get stronger, something happens. So there is growth in pain, which 
pain is uncomfortable, right? So there is growth in having uncomfortable times. And I think that we get lost, that we can't, we, we just get stuck in this comfort zone and we expect growth to happen and it doesn't happen without being uncomfortable. So those, that's the difference between people who reach their goals is that they continue to find a way to be uncomfortable because the uncomfortable, uncomfortable ability, I don't know if that's not a word, but being uncomfortable is what makes growth happen. So I sought that out and I realized that, hey, you know, this is not something that I want to do all the time, but it is uncomfortable. And in finding a way to seek out the uncomfortable things that you are doing and realize that that uncomfort provides the growth that you need, you have to start looking around and thinking, am I comfortable? It's great to go to a job every single day have work, have ideas, have those types of things happening, but not really do anything, like going through the motions. And I think that what happens with me is I get to the point where I'm just so bored that I can't find the uncomfort to make myself stronger. You'd be surprised at the growth and knowledge that you gain when opening it. So... As you start to think about that, what are you doing? How are you becoming uncomfortable in your own day? Are you walking on those coals and your feet burning because you're trying to be uncomfortable? So there is strength in uncomfort, right? Of being uncomfortable. What does getting comfortable being uncomfortable mean? It means that you're getting used to being in situations that are outside of your comfort zone. You might even actively pursue activities that put you outside of your comfort zone. So what are you doing to do that? And I think about the things that I can do. Okay, so I'm a salesman, right? And I sell window coverings during the day. I feel like I'm a, I feel like that's my... This is my superhuman ability here. And during the day, I sell window covering. So it's kind of like I'm the mild-mannered window covering salesman. But what can you do? What can you do to get uncomfortable? Well, I can sit there and I can take, you know, I was looking this morning just before I got in here, like how many appointments I have today. And I have one. I need to have four a day in order to make the living that I need to make. So now I have to go out and figure out how to do that. Well, I don't necessarily know that I just want to go knock on doors or I want to go knock on realtor, go to realtors' offices and things like that to meet these people who could help me to possibly get better um, leads and things like that. I just, I feel like that's out of my comfort zone. But the funny thing is, is that I started to reach out to these people that I know and lo and behold, I have some really good connections that I need to reach out to more and more. And that's what I'm going to do today. When I'm done, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go talk to some of these people again, because what I found out is that being uncomfortable and going and having these lunches with them, you know, going, saying hello, knocking on their door, handing them out flyers to give to their clients has got me more customers. And it's interesting. It is uncomfortable, but that is where the growth is going to be coming. If I want to have or clients, I need to go find them. So getting out of your comfort zone, going and saying hi to someone, 
fear is temporary. Regret is forever. Very good, Angela. I appreciate that. Um, that's one of those things that you have to do. No one ever gets anything done in the comfort zone. No one ever reaches any goals in the comfort zone. So that's really it. That's the reminder that I have today for myself. What am I doing? How am I comfortable? And what can I do to expand on that? And with the podcast, it's one of those deals where I'm sitting here looking at the studio that I created, right? I've created this studio so that I can actually have in-person interviews where people can come and sit inside the studio with me. That's my grandfather's chair right there that I wish I could find another one because I want to have, I would like to sit in that one while I interview people and then have someone else in another one over here. But in order to get that set up, I have to do a lot of things that I haven't done. What is very comfortable for me is to sit here and go into Ecamm, hit the live button. What's going on, Jen? Um, and hit record. And then I know that all I have to do is take that and slide it over here and post it on YouTube and I'm done, right? But there's other things that I can do. I have a camera over here that I still have not set up. And most of the reason why I haven't is because it's going to take some work and it's uncomfortable for me to do a little more work. So I need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And what happens from that is I'm able to give you a better picture and make, you know, just a little bit better podcast for you. Those are all things that you have to deal with. Growth is uncomfortable. So that's my challenge for you today to go out and figure out what it's going to do, what it's going to take to reach that goal. Because a lot of times we just want to go through the motions. I know that I have to get up at 4.15. I know that I'm going to be out here at 5. I know that I'm going to go take a shower, get breakfast, do the same thing that I do every single day. I'm going to go to my one appointment. I'm going to do the comfortable thing. What can I do that's a little bit more? If your goal is to do push-ups, if you're doing 10 today and that's easy and you're good at that, then do 11, do 12, do 13, do more. Find whatever you're doing and add to it. Read the book 10X Rule by Grant Cardone and you'll realize that a lot of times we set our goals too low and we need to set them higher. You may not reach that 10 times of whatever your goal is, but you may figure it out. Nita, what's going on over in YouTube? Welcome. So that's where it's at today. I just going to let you guys know I did get, I think I'm pretty sure I picked up a sponsor here. I have had the sponsor that's kind of gone back and forth, but part of doing that was they wanted an in-house interview. And I was like, I'm sorry, I just can't do that. I just, I don't have the setup for that right now. Um, and we've come to a negotiation where they will allow me to do it live. They will allow me to do what I need to do on my platform under my rules, which is nice. Um, we also have Patreon supporters. Thank you. If you guys want to join the Patreon, you can go ahead and join that. For as little as $3 a month, you can support the show, help it grow, help us get more stuff in here, more equipment. I need a second camera because it would be nice to have two angles when we have an interview inside here. Um, it takes a little bit of work. Nikki, the bacon lover over on TikTok. And Anna Mellon, a friend of mine, she's on TikTok as well. Then we also have some TikTok subbers, Nikki, Vanna, Twisted D, and Michelle. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Like I said, um, 
you guys TikTok subs and Patreons, hit me up, DM me your address, and I will send you over a couple stickers and maybe some other stuff. Thanks for hanging out. Until next time, I challenge you to find the shape of your success.